Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Oh, is Jen getting her food? I was wondering where she was. Okay. I didn't want to. There are certain stories I don't want to do without her (laughs) because I know she'll have a comment and I want her to weigh in. So I will get to that when she gets back here. But uh, there is a 44 year old woman named Wendy Thomas in Erie, Pennsylvania. Wendy Thomas pleaded, she just pleaded guilty to murdering her 44-year-old boyfriend, Kino, back in March. How did she do it? Well, Wendy checks in at over 300 pounds. Uh Uh-oh. Kino was only 120 pounds. I see where this is going. She crushed him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they had had a bad argument because she was drunk and wanted to smoke crack, and he didn't, and they wound up on the couch where she literally smothered him to death. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. What an awful way to go. That's a terrible way to go. Mm Mm-mm. She also cut him on the hand with a knife and hit him with a table leg during the fight. Wendy pleaded guilty to third-degree murder on Monday, and she'll be looking at 18 to 36 years in prison. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, who would have guessed a guy who would randomly get naked and cover himself in condiments might be creepy? Do you see anything (laughs) creepy in that? There's a 52-year-old guy named Robert Somley. He is a landscaper in Monroe, Connecticut. And he and a 48-year-old female co-worker were recently working at a home when he said, you know what, I need to take a break. And about 20 minutes later, she went inside, found him naked, watching porn. Covered in ranch? Maple Ooh. syrup. Oh, Sour cr- oh, not a bad choice. Something sweet. Maple <laughs> syrup. You know, there's something. Sounds Shocking. good so far. Now what? Well. She said that was a turn-on for her. Hey. And she asked if she could join in. According to the police report, they did some foreplay stuff involving the syrup and also brought some blueberry jelly into the mix. Man, (laughs) that's a bit of a sticky mess, though. That's what I was thinking. But the woman found out later that Robert had taken a video of the entire thing with his phone. And even though she was cool with all the syrup and jelly play, she was not okay with him recording it without her permission. Oh, that's where he crossed the line. So she went to the cops, 
They got a search warrant for Robert's phone, found the videos, and he has been arrested for voyeurism. Yeah, he crossed the line there. All I can think of is peanut, peanut butter, and jelly. (laughs) Yes. Don't you remember we had some best friends in here for the best friend game, and that was something one of them had done is cover herself with maple syrup? Oh, yeah. She did. Yes. That's just very sticky. Like Jen said. It is. It's very sticky. Mm. Have you guys ever put any kind of condiment on your body? Yes. Well, I think that's a very personal question to ask at 8.21 a.m. After that second date update, I will, I, I'm going to be well, I mean, okay come with on. it. I think we're okay. Yeah, the boss. Cool whip, whipped cream. Boss just texted me and said, the lady next door just said, I'm listening to second date update. Now I'm curious. <laughs> Too many beeps. Great reaction from mm. the morning show. Listen. Mm. Don't want I can't get into it. People are asking, and I'm like, I, I don't even know if company... It's so gross. It is so gross. Now, I don't even know. obviously I, was I don't even know. No, I know. I know. No. I'm sorry. No. I just... Uh, yeah. It's just not something you would want in your beard. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to dance around it. The sauce. It's the sauce. Right. And the beard. In. <laughs> and then and how it how it and how it be, gets there uh, how, uh, how it gets there and how it gets removed yeah all right speaking of condiments have you guys ever put a condiment on your i told sauce? you yes. like cool whip whipped cream that kind of thing yeah. sure no syrups hummus <laughs> probably if i did is that really something you want to visualize fritchie <laughs> hummus on your boobies <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me today. I never thought about that one, Tim. <laughs> oh. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeff does like hummus. I got to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Jeff with a pile of hummus and some little baby carrots. No, this from a man that had to bring his recycling out of his bedroom today. <laughs> she said, what was the recycling <laughs> for? What do you keep it in your bedroom that you need bedroom? recycling for? I said, I have these empty bottles of distilled water. She's like, what? I, I sleep with a CPAP and I it understand. requires distilled water. And I use these gallon jugs that I get at Kroger, and when they when they empty, I don't necessarily take them down right away. Right. So I have this shelf of like empty <laughs> in my closet, uh. and so I finally was taking them downstairs this morning, and I thought that was the reason why I forgot my wallet because I was a little just one little thing out of routine wrecked your day. You will be amazed <laughs> yeah. at how one little thing that's out of place can set the tone for the rest of my day because I'm such a routine person yeah right but you're back now you went and got the wallet do you feel like moving forward you're gonna be solid for the rest of the day i actually do feel pretty solid now that i have my footing i'm feeling pretty good it's wednesday yeah it is 
Try the hummus. <laughs> All right, moving on. Making small talk at holiday parties. This is where this is where this is Mr. Mr. Who prefers substantive conversation wants to yes. now switch gears and go surface talk. Right. So here From we go. Hummus on your parts. Just, right. Yes, let's Boo. go. All right. Making small talk at holiday parties can sometimes be awkward, especially if you don't know a lot of the people. But it's easier if you have an icebreaker to get things started. If you find yourself struggling, here are four topics you can bring up. <laughs> Anything great. you heard from the ne- in the last 25 Second, minutes? Yes, in the last second date update. Uh, ask what they're drinking. Oh, and if you, they're holding what, a can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mad tree. <laughs> As it says right here on the label. Uh, obviously, that one works better if they've got a mixed drink in their hand rather than, uh, you know, right. Mantry or Coors Light or something. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, ask how they know the host. Oh. Okay. How do you know Jen Jordan? <laughs> well, we served time together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Well, then there you have it. Yeah. Whatever their answer is, it'll probably lead to another topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if they know them from work, you can ask them about their job. What do you do? I, you know, I do find that genuinely interesting, and it usually doesn't matter what field they're in. You can find something. Uh, there is always something related to it that I find interesting or have a question about. Yeah. What about when someone asks you? Do you enjoy that? Because what I is feel, your answer? Yeah. How do How do you? What What is? What is your? When standard? they ask me what I do? Yeah. What do you do for a I, living? I co-host the morning show on Q one hundred two. And then, and then the questions say, start oh, from there. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. I don't normally get a chance to listen. So, like, what do you guys do? Oh, well, we go in. You know, we talk about all kinds of things. We talk about uh, what's happening in pop culture. We talk about entertainment. We talk about uh, the crazy things that are happening in the world. A lot of relationship topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. What do you say? Pretty much the same thing. Exact same? Yeah. Depends yeah. on who it is. Sometimes I just say, I'm in marketing. <laughs> I often sometimes I, I like for example on Monday I had a doctor's appointment with this That's doctor. That's the worst. And and so I'm <laughs> I'm there and this doctor says to me like, "Oh, what do you do?" And I'm like, "Does he kind of know who Is I am?" Is he fishing? Yeah. Or does he really genuinely kind of, you know, want to know? And he I think he wasn't really sure because he when I told him I worked with you guys, he was like, Oh, I love Jeff and Jen. And I was like, really? What's your favorite part of the show? And he's like, oh, all of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, all of it. Yeah. I love all of it. I'm like, do you really know? <laughs> no, but that's okay. I know. It's fine. Um, you know, we're not everybody's cup of tea. My favorite, though, is when it, it's funny. People are just weird because... Like they might, I, I might get introduced to someone, and they'll go. They either feel that they feel the need. Well, can I guess? to assert whether or not they listen? Yeah, I don't know. I have XM. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I listen to NPR is my fave. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's okay. And that's I mean, all fine and good. Yeah, not everybody. We we know this. We're believe me. We're painfully aware of it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just the need to let me know. That they either don't listen, don't listen, and if they don't, what they do listen to, right? Mm. Which is always interesting. The most fascinating part of that conversation. See, for me, I don't mind the conversation, but what sometimes I feel like happens is, is that that hijacks the moment of the party because they just want to say, "Well, who have you interviewed?" And which I love because it's so inquisitive, but it's hard for you to like work the room and talk about these other things on your list if the 
conversation is just about the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, That's why you say marketing. <laughs> yeah. But every once in a while, like if I run into someone who, I don't know, I think, you know, does something unique or unusual or yes. is kind of a high profile job. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, cool. You know, I may not necessarily know the story or know your story, or I may not necessarily watch your show or listen to your show, but I just, I think it's interesting. Well, tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah. Just as a way of carrying on the conversation, since that's what we're talking about. We're talking about conversation starters at holiday parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are not necessarily, these are questions that are kind of, not the deep, meaningful conversation kinds of questions, right. obvious. But it's these are opportunities. They're if you're starters. if you're looking for that to actually take an interest in someone, if you want to keep it surface, parties are great for keeping it surface. You can keep it surface all night. Do you think you're pretty good at gauging though? Like when you when you start to ask somebody about what they do for a living when they don't really want to get up all in it, you know, when they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, it's a, sur- been, I'm a surgeon. It's been my experience. <laughs> That people love to talk about themselves. Yes. (laughs) No matter what the topic. Ask lots of questions. Yeah. And, you know, that's cool. I mean, that's okay. People uh, people like it when other people take an interest in them. Yep. And I think people are interesting. I think there's something interesting about everybody. Just got to dig a little bit. Um, you know, some some You're people not you have to dig a little more. That's obviously interesting. You know, I have to ask you a lot of questions to get to that place. Yeah, and some people you, know, you do have to dig. What it is? Right. So know. you know, it may take us a little bit here, but I have yeah. a feeling that I'm going to get to it. Like, okay, so what do you do? I'm an accountant. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Well, what kind of accounting? Like uh-huh. for business, for uh-huh. personal account, personal yeah. account. Really, oh, really. Huh. What kind of clients are we talking? Mm-hmm. Like high rollers. What's the biggest refund you've ever gotten for somebody? Yeah, yeah. Six point <laughs> two million dollars. Really? Nice. Well, what did that person do? Uh, what did they write off? Let's just say he's in sanitation. <laughs> All right, now we're getting somewhere. This is interesting. <laughs> uh, let's see. You can talk about the food or the music. Something like, are are you sick of all this Christmas music yet? I don't know. Or do you love the Christmas music? We got into a discussion this morning about a seasonal affect disorder <laughs> and how early it gets dark and how, how late it remains dark in the morning. Uh, let's see. I suppose there's only so much you can say about food or music before you need to shift into another topic. All right. How about this? Ask what they're doing for the holidays. Hey, what are you guys doing for the holidays? Oh, I got family in Chicago. I love Chicago. You're such an excellent conversationalist. Boy, who knew Jeff? you were so good with people? I know. Wow. You know, and how much you love to get out there and socialize and, and meet new talk? people and you love talk small about talk. things. And I really don't love small ask talk. Ask questions <laughs> and have people ask you questions. You're just doing so great at giving examples. I'm just, you know, <laughs> feeling like you're really into it. Uh-huh. No, but this is why. This is what I'm telling you is that if you if you don't like small talk and you want to, you know, get below the surface a little bit, get to know someone. Make a connection with someone. These are ways to do that so that the party isn't unbearable. Got you. Because <laughs> that's what Jeff has learned. I How to have. make a party not unbearable. Right. 
You should come up with your own list of couch. tips of how to make a party unbearable. How to make it not unbearable. Not unbearable. That's yes. right. So tomorrow's homework is you have to come in with five tips on how to survive the holiday party. I mean, God. when you hate parties. See, I mean, think about how many years you spent just holed up in your in your home, not wanting to go anywhere and not wanting to do anything. And the women in your life would be like, come to this party. Let's go out to dinner with these people. Don't and you think it's kind of weird? Be like, ah, but you went and did it. And now look at all these skills you've picked up. I still know how to Houdini, though. Oh, you'll never lose that <laughs> skill. It is, a, yeah. Although, it has gotten harder, because now when I Houdini, they're like, where's Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Is there an alarm going off somewhere? No, that's Jeff pulling out of the driveway. I gotta fix those damn brakes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.